clickbait. Welcome back to another great episode, if I do say so myself. (laughs) We have, well, episode 53 on the books. We have so much to talk about today. We have the Bachelor Nation breakdown, and we have a very fun guest. We have McKenna from Bachelor in Paradise on today's episode. Um, But there are just so many juicy things going on in Bachelor Nation right now. Like, I don't know, Michelle's cast being leaked and the fact that, well, we have a new Bachelor host. So why don't we just dive on into it and get started? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think we should start there. That's that's a lot. Okay, cool. But actually, I want to bring it. I want to ask Joe a question before we really get into Bachelor. Is that okay? I love when we start like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so Joe, I actually got a DM the other day, um, and it started saying, "You are so annoying, and kind of a bitch. <laughs> you are <laughs> so mean this. to <laughs> Joe." And I said, "My exact words were, excuse me, because I don't think that I am I mean to you." No, I think that's our relationship. Uh-oh. We um, but, go back and forth with each other, but it's like it's all love, like. Yeah, guys? No, you know I what I mean. I don't think there's, you know, uh, people, oh people, people. There he goes. See, this is why I don't let Joe talk because <laughs> it's just going to be ridiculous. A lot of people Joe. out there, which I appreciate, have my back. So you know, absolutely, they may uh, misunderstand our relationship, um, but I don't get offended by anything really, and you do not um, offend me. We're just having fun, so that's wow. what we're doing here. Um, Tasha bust my balls, I bust her balls, and mm-hmm. that's just what we're doing. It's Actually, like a, absolutely, it's, and I don't think I've ever been called a bitch before, so I was very taken aback by that, and yeah. especially about you. I love you more than anything. Like I wouldn't know. Yeah, that's why I, I just wanted to clarify for the people. I love I, you too, Tasha. But for the people listening, but you could you could go at her if she gets a little out of line. Go for it. <laughs> Excuse that's, me. No. I personally First love all, it. I personally love yes. it. Thank you. And honestly, number one rule, Joe, okay, in case you leave this whole paradise thing with the relationship and whatnot, number one rule that you're taught in couples counseling is not to say the word but after trying to give a compliment. You know what I mean? So you just said, I love you, but. Um, okay. Really okay. not not cute. Okay. Not okay. it. I, Listen, I, gonna- I love you, period. Okay. Um, also. Also. Yes. also I'd like to add. yes. Uh, you would also like to add. No. Okay. I love no, that this feeds into our uh, our clickbait that we're going to talk about later too about um, when you need to end a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the, yeah. Well, we have just a lot to talk about. Okay, <laughs> and hope maybe this will help us decide. Although I don't think we really need to end our friendship. So anyway, let's get into it, you guys. We have some really juicy tea up in Bachelor Nation as per usual. Um, but right off the bat. Let's talk about Mr. Jesse Palmer, who has been named the new host of Bachelor season 26, which is so exciting. I am very excited for Jesse. For those of you that do not know who Jesse is, he actually was on season five of The Bachelor and um, he actually works on ESPN now. He just hosted another show for ABC. Um, the Ultimate Surfer. Yeah, called the ultimate surfer. So he is a familiar face, and um, I think he's actually going to kill it this season. What do you guys think? Yeah i I know him. Well, I know him because he was the Bachelor. I don't think I watched that season, but um, I watch him on ESPN, and he was the host of Ultimate Surfer. So uh, Mm -hmm. when I saw it come through yesterday, when I saw it like on the internet or on social media, I was like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. shocked at all. I was like, that totally makes sense. Uh, he's somebody, in my opinion, that could really control a room, and that's what you need in a host. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be great. But and I also, guess, yeah, yeah, and also I think we've seen like the benefit of having like, a previous bachelorette and bachelor in the host role for the support, like for supporting the lead, and I think that. Um, I think it's kind of cool because he is kind of from when The Bachelor had no social media aspect and was really just truthfully adults looking for love on a show um, that was kind of different. You know, it was a very different TV show. Um, And I think that he can kind of bring some of that originality back to this season. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. He was there in the era where people were there for the right reasons. For real. Yeah. The right reasons. Yeah. The real reasons. And I think yeah. it's cool. He might just have a very interesting twist. So I'm actually very excited for Jesse. Congratulations. Um, this is going to be a fun season. Yeah, he's going to be great. I mean, I met him at the uh, premiere of The Ultimate Surfer, and he uh-huh. hosted that. And he was really awesome. And I watched it. The Ultimate Surfer aired after uh, paradise and i watched like every episode it was a really cool show i know nothing about surfing so it was really cool to watch and also yeah you know, hannah ann and mike was on it as well so i mean he's already in the abc family and i think that he did a really great job with ultimate surfer so we are ready jesse good he's job also, jesse we're excited for you fun. he's super fun let's <laughs> let's talk about that he's i mean <laughs> i haven't really i haven't really looked but yeah he's really hot <laughs> So, congrats to Jesse Palmer. And, um, yeah. Zaddy Palmer. But that is not the only spicy news that we have regarding The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Bachelorette season 18 cast has been released. And you guys, I do speak from um, in-person experience, but these photos do not do these men justice. Okay? We say this every All year. I have to say. Every year. I know we say this every year, but still, people love to judge the photos. Yep. Um, I am so excited for this season. These 30 men are... It's just going to be juicy. Okay? It's okay. going to be incredible. So, so, yeah. You know what? We do say this. Every season we say the photo... Fo- don't, uh, don't judge the photo. Everybody's uh, super good looking in person. Uh, is there any of the guys that stood out to you? Because you're there. Oh my gosh. Can I just say, okay, so yes, absolutely. But I have to say, I think night one, the entrances were incredible. I think um, this season's like night one is really different. Um, I think that they kind of pulled out all the stops. There are some entrances that I've never seen before. Um, have been done before, but I've personally have never seen. And um, I don't know. I, I really, the guys brought the heat and I thought it was really fun. So would either of you ever have done like a gimmicky entrance entrance? Like, like what? Cause I wouldn't, I remember they asked me for my night, which I probably should have, but, I remember they asked me for my night one. I'm like, I'm only walking up saying my introducing myself, saying who I am, and that's it. Like I'm not gonna but what's a, wear what's a, a hot dog suit or Oh, something like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, if it went with like my personality, like if they were like, you know, walk up to him and like, you know, bend over Meditate. and touch your toes or something, <laughs> I'd be like, Okay, I do that, you know? <laughs> like, all right, or something like that. But if it had to do with something that I would actually like I would I don't eat hot dogs. I would not do a hot dog suit. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. like no, Shoot. I don't think I would do that. I mean I my entrance I did um I did uh like essential oils. Like it wasn't just like, hey I'm Natasha. I did like a whole like essential oil breathing thing. Cause like oh, that's wow. my vibe. Okay. So I guess I like it was that. a gimmick. What do you do, Tasha? Um, I was too nervous to formulate a sentence, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Tasha, and I'm nervous." <laughs> okay, so you just you didn't have any gimmick. You just yeah, yourself. I didn't have a gimmick, but I had like a thing set up for him later in the night. So okay. I did a whole thing called Tasha Land, and mm-hmm. I basically brought like the Orange County Fair to the mansion, and we did like all of these. Tasha I mean, Land. honestly, I have to say, like. It was iconic. It's Tasha Land, baby. It was so great. I couldn't. That is funny. I couldn't. Um, what are those things called where you um, throw the little circle onto like the sticks, the pegs? What is that game called? Like kind of like horseshoe, but not really. Yeah, I I don't know the name of the game. I'll never know it. I but, like. I couldn't do it to save my life. I couldn't do anything to save my life. It was actually really funny. Um, so I try to like act all tough. Like I'm really good. at like fair games and i really was not <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah so, i probably would do a gimmick but um i would probably do one of the gimmicks that one of the guys did this season actually um okay they were fun so mm. who did, did anybody stick out to you guys i thought i know i know all of them so i don't really want to say too much but did anybody stick out to you guys just by glancing over the cast um, yes, but I'll let t- uh, Natasha go first. PJ, okay. so just go- going through this article and just looking at people, there's certain people who I was like, oh, hold on. PJ, fine AF. He, firefighter, 30. He fine. He's super fine. Um, and uh, the one guy who um, 
I don't know. He's like a personal trainer. There's a couple. Uh, those. With, he 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 has like tattoos and stuff. Now, um, I don't know this man. I'm only seeing a picture of him. He is definitely giving me bad boy vibes, but he is very hot. Um, he's very hot. Uh, his name is Martin. Martin. Um, yeah, those two stuck out to me like just immediately. But those two for me, it was uh Martin and PJ. And I was like, oh, y'all fan. I, okay. I would say, um, you know, uh, I would say probably Nate because he's six eight, and I think that's got to be the tallest guy ever. Wait, which one is on Nate? the show? His name's Nate. I, I don't know much else about him. He's got um, shaved head. Looks like he's got a couple earrings, um, but he's six Where? eight. I mean, the way that you're describing him, Joe, he's Nate hot. six eight. Nate, I six, couldn't. Eight. Yeah, I oh, literally wait. did the um, Nate with the Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's six eight. Yeah. That's I mean I, I would say so Nate is officially the tallest man ever on The Bachelor, I would say. I don't think we've ever broken six eight. Really? Really? Yeah. So anyway, I think that you guys um really I think night one's gonna be one to definitely watch. I feel like the guys kind of bring the heat. So I'm very excited. Let us know who your guys' top picks are. I want to know who you guys are all, you know, have your eyes on. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm just going to end it and say that these, I feel like the pictures never do the guys justice because, I mean, in Tasha, you met them. When we, when you meet like a really tall guy, like no one would know that Nate is 6'8 from this picture, right? When you meet a yeah. really tall person, like even Joe, like meeting you in person, like you're a lot taller than someone would expect, I think. Um, just from looking at pictures and so i think that's what makes a lot of the guys a lot harder a lot hotter in person they're like presence because you're like whoa i didn't expect that yeah there's people that's that just... thought i was five seven yeah <laughs> and i'm like almost six two i'm like six one and three quarters really? uh, whatever yeah i thought you were like six three no i easily thought you were six three six four. let's say six two i'm six two okay let's move on okay this is weird we're not talking about you anymore joe Okay. Okay. And then for the third Bachelor Nation breakdown, we have um, Ivan leaves paradise after producers learn of his quote unquote giant mistake. And okay. So obviously we saw this week that kind of go down um, at the rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. Wells kind of pulled Ivan aside and they have this conversation. Tell me how you guys like were feeling in that moment because you obviously were like, Something happened at the hotel last night, but you guys had no idea. Did you ever think um, what he did was ever like po a possibility? A, I was like checked out of all the drama because I've been involved in so much drama up until this point where I was like, I don't even, I don't even care. It's rose. Oh, ceremony. I thought it was just because you were too busy macking out in the pool. Well, yeah, but it's it's <laughs> rose ceremony night. It's late. I'm like, what did this guy do now? Like, what did he do? Right, um, right. Because we were at the hotel the night before, because that was the night of the tropical storm. I had figured it had to be. I, I figured he had to have left his room. I just right. didn't know if he had met up with somebody that was currently on the beach, because that's what I thought had happened. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it was like it, nobody knew. It took forever. For like that conversation with him and Wells was a, was like an over an hour. We were all yeah, standing there. Wow. Like, yeah. And um, all I could say, and then Natasha, you jump in. But all I could say is like the producer left the phone thing. I thought was just. I mean, I don't know what happened. Um, and at this point, I really don't care. Um, but like, who doesn't like if a phone like like don't iPhones automatically lock? Like who doesn't have a um a lock mm. on their iPhone? So, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I get that aspect of it all, but also at the same time, wait, Natasha, I want to hear what you have to say first because I have some thoughts and feelings. Well, I just think that you know, regardless of someone leaving a phone open or whatever, you still did the act. You still had to do it. You know, it's like Joe, if if they did that to you and you literally knew Serena's room number, like, would you still? go to her room knowing that you know exactly where she is it's like i'll see her in fantasy suites in like two days it's fine <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean or whatever right. you know what i mean like yeah no i would have never um i don't know so you know i just think that it's an ex i just think that i think that it's an excuse that 
they left the phone because he still, I think, did it. Um, but also at the same time, regardless of what happened at the at the hotel, all the all the the main key that people have to understand is that stuff happened at the hotel. Then the next day, the things that was going on on the beach and the things that was being said mm-hmm. and all that other stuff mm-hmm. happened after mm-hmm. that. Right. So you're saying him and him and Chelsea. Yes. Him, Chelsea and, and that yes. whole conversation. Yes. Yes. The whole thing. And like, that's what people have to like, or at least for me, that was my shock. I was like, oh, wait. So you already did all this and was expecting to see this person. And so Chelsea was basically going to be chopped liver tomorrow. You know what I mean? So, that, so well, that, that's kind of where I was like, hmm. Yeah. And it's funny. It's interesting because. I guess like the conversation between him and Chelsea, something, I mean, personally, I thought something was just a little off. It just seemed a little strange to me that like all of a sudden, like now we have a love interest and it made sense. Like, Oh, maybe he's just looking for a rose. But now that we're putting all the pieces together, it's because he actually stuck out of his room was with the girl. Now needed to get a rose because she was about to come down and he wanted to see her. And it's just like, it sucks that Chelsea was obviously used um, right. in the grand scheme of things. But I'm just happy that everything kind of came to light. But I guess for me, like I thought it was very interesting of him. Um, I don't know. Paradise is really hard, but saying that like love makes you do crazy things, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, um, no, unfortunately, I think you were thinking with something else other than like <laughs> your heart or your love. And uh, <laughs> Well, I- I, am I right or am I wrong? I mean, I'm yeah. right. I mean, a lot. I mean, that's what a, a lot of you know. I mean, that's normal though. I mean, you know, guys. What's with normal? Their, to I mean, guys think with their dicks sometimes. This is obviously, in, in my opinion, <laughs> and I and I don't even know if this is true or not. But the vibe I got from Ivan, um, bef- bef- when Kendall left, was mm-hmm. he was just kind of like checked out mm-hmm. and like over it and like this, and I think he really did want it to work paradise for him and mm-hmm. i just think then he just got to a point where he's like it's over for me um mm-hmm. so let me sneak out of my hotel room is is what i thought he was thinking yeah and also too i think you know in my opinion everything that he has done up until that point i do think that he i think he really liked Jasenia. i think he really liked mm-hmm. kendall i think he really wanted to try to make paradise work for him i don't think that ivan's this awful guy i do think that he got caught up in a lie and we all saw that come to light you know we saw that come to light like in so many ways you know they put out all the receipts and showed that well, that's um, what, hold on, not to cut you off, but that's yeah. one thing I don't get. I'll never get about people that come on this show with the lying and all the bullshit. They're it's like cameras. you're on a television there's show and cameras being legitimately and fucking recorded. Mics on us. We are mic'd up all the time. We get caught lying. You get caught lying when you're not mic'd up and on camera. We yeah. everybody knows. It's so crazy. Yeah. But go ahead, go ahead, Natasha. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So I mean, that was like a big piece of the puzzle of it all, and that's why, like everyone, he was like, she pulled me, she pulled me. That was a big piece of the puzzle, and Chelsea was like, I did not pull him, and so everything kind of came to head and it was like listen if he was just honest about being like yo like it's a rose ceremony day Aaron that rose is not yours it's up for grabs like what I'm going for it I don't care or whatever Mm -hmm. it is like you know I think that we've seen that happen so much on this show we've seen people on rose ceremony day go you know we saw it with Demi and James when he was going to give his rose to Victoria I mean we saw we see it happen so much right so there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with it um, but it just the way that it all played out and the you know, it's always the lie for me, you know, it's the lie for me. So um I think that he learned a valuable lesson, as people do when they come on these shows and they and their their lying becomes public, right? I think uh, right. he learned a valuable lesson. And I think for me, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Aaron, and I know that a lot of people are pissed off at him and people don't fuck with Aaron because he's always in like the drama and he's always the main person in the drama. And do I think he should handle his emotions differently? Absolutely. And I've talked to him about that, but I do think that he's very triggered by people lying to him. He had it with Tammy. He had it with, with Ivan now. And the, and, and again, figuring out how to communicate that properly um, is something he needs to work on, which he admits, but 
and seeing it back, he's learning a lot as well. But I also think he is someone who has, it was justified, you know, because he did end up lying. And, and he felt, I think, in the end of the day, that he was justified with everything. So, yeah. 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 Like, Aaron definitely has a temper. But, yeah. um, you know, if if everyone also, if everyone that went on the show, like, was just completely chill and normal, it wouldn't really make for TV either. Right. So you do need those people that have a little bit of um, a temper or something going on there. Yeah. Aaron kept it a hundred on a beach. That's all I got to say. He kept it a hundred. Not a lot of people did that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is one thing. And I think you even said that about Aaron too, is that he's been very loyal and very honest to the people that he was dating on the beach, like the entire time. Yes. He does kind of talk a lot and has like some heated conversations and has a lot of opinions, but really? I actually did kind of feel bad for him. Um, mm hmm with the situation just because he was being genuine and he knew something about it was kind of off. And there is, there was a different motivation behind what Ivan was trying to do. So it did kind of feel bad for the guy. I, I get it. Not a lot of people are on his side, but Hey, he was real. And a lot of people don't like that at times. Yeah. So speaking of Aaron, um, you know, shout out to James. Uh, he has been a good friend, a bromance. Everybody talks about their bromance that they have. And um, I kind of want to get into this clickbait, which is about friendships and how to let go of friendships. And basically, um, when when things have um <clears throat> when things have hit a point in a relationship or a friendship that you're just kind of like you grow apart, you're over it. Uh and I wanna add, before we like get into the nitty-gritty of it, I wanna ask you guys are now that you know you were of a certain age. You know, we had our high school mm -hmm. friends, our middle school friends, some we still have, some we don't have anymore in our new lives uh, or in our now lives, not new lives, <laughs> in our now uh -huh. lives. Um, have you guys had trouble distancing yourself from people who maybe you have outgrown or have done you wrong, who, who was once upon a time a really good friend? Tasha, Joe? Have I had trouble? Yeah, like di like cutting off someone who clearly was a good friend of yours but you outgrown them or they did something awful or everyone you know i did i have experienced this um and actually truthfully it's kind of it was kind of after uh i guess there was always kind of like a competition aspect in that friendship at times mm -hmm. um not from my end but i always felt like um i don't know like if i got something like they always had to have it or a like they weren't happy for me um, in some ways, but truthfully after bachelor, um, I think that all the red flags kind of came to light in the sense of like being supportive and um, just wanting to be there during like the lows of it all. You know what I mean? And truthfully, I had to separate myself from that friendship because it ended up being more like toxic and um, draining. And I wanted to be there, but they were like at the end using me. Um, and it sucks because it was a friend that I had since I was in elementary school. Right. Most of my friends I've had since I was in kindergarten, most friends I've had for 10 plus years. So yes. for me to do that and kind of separate from a friend group that kind of was with me since being a child was really difficult. Um, and I didn't really understand it. It was really tough for me at times. I, I don't know, but I, so yes, I have, I had, I have experienced that before. Um, but at the end of the day, it kind of, it was like a weight lifted off of my shoulders because I felt like I could actually be me as opposed to kind of like dimming my accomplishments or not telling them about something and then feeling like I have to hide about it because I can't be honest with her. And it's just like, those kind of friendships are not worth it, you know? Yeah. 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 And it sucks though. And you did, and the way that you handled that was just distancing yourself basically. Yeah. Distancing myself and choosing not to really just engage anymore. Yeah, in this uh, in this article, they call that drifting away or uh, like a slow closure, kind of just like building mm -hmm. distance instead of just like a talk where it's like, listen, we don't mess with each other no more. You know what I mean? Instead of like, yeah, no, cut, it's more just like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I can't, you know, and I think that's a great way to deal with certain things because it's like, it's not that the person did something specific to you. Right. It's just an energy that you felt like this person really isn't happy for me when I and telling them about my accomplishments or my this or that. And, and yeah, we should not be in a competition with our with our girlfriends and, and people. I feel no. like, I, I mean, I feel like men do that a lot more and they can deal with it a little bit better when like guys are like a little bit more 
in competition, I guess. I don't know. But for women, it's just a very hard thing. It's like you want your girl to, you know, rep you, you rep them. And it's like we're 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 supporting each other. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Joe, you can obviously chime into this in the sense of like how guys connect. But I think for like females, like we're very open with our girlfriends. Like it's almost like a sister in a way. You know what I mean? You're very vulnerable with them. You're very um, authentic with them and real and cry and do all of these things that it's kind of strange to kind of pull away from that. It's really difficult to do that, especially when you've opened so much to yourself. As far as guys go, Joe, chime in here because I don't know. Yeah, what I, that would look like. Oh, so I would, you. yeah, I would say I experienced that like, um, at, when I was younger. So like, yeah, you know, eighteen, nineteen, like the friends that you were really close with in high school. Um, everybody just starts doing their own things, and and you start becoming, um, an adult and and just liking you know different things and not really relating to that person as much anymore. Um, but for me personally, I've always kept like my inner circle of friends really small mm -hmm. um, and they've been my friends same as Tasha for you know 20 plus years and it's yeah more of you know i look at my really close friends like family mm -hmm. where it wouldn't be same. like if, if something happened where we stopped talking it wouldn't be a slow it wouldn't be like a slow drift there would have to be something dramatic that happened that would be like all right well you and I are obvi obviously don't see eye to eye anymore. Um, and it would probably be more of a, a fight or like it would, it would most likely go from like, we were like brothers and now I, I hate you and you hate me kind of right. a thing. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. And that, and that, and, but I have like a lot of friends, um, but not, no, like, I don't talk to them on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I think just as we get older and, like, we have more responsibility and, like, you know, relationships and things like that. But there's those people in our lives that, you know, you may not talk to them for a month, three months, whatever. Then you talk and it's like you never skip a beat. And it's just perfect. Yeah. And right. Those are, I feel those are really good friends. But with this article and they're talking about letting it go, the main thing that that stuck out to me is um, basically when you actually should let go of a friendship because like Tasha said, like you get to a point where you realize that this person isn't happy for me. This person isn't hyping me mm -hmm. up or, you know, you, you are in this uh, relationship where they're not supporting you. Um, when you tell them certain things and uh, also just having your back. And I think that <laughs> relating this back to the show, the conversation that uh, Aaron and James had when James was like, listen, I'm going to have your back regardless because you're my boy. But it's a different thing if Chelsea pulled Ivan. Right. Like he, right. he, he literally said that, like, as your boy, I love you and I'm going to have your back. But if she pulled him like that's the name of the game, like. You got right. You, you can't be tripping like this. And like that, he just showed like such good, such that was such a good friend. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I want my friends to hold me accountable when yeah, I'm absolutely. Being honest with them too. And also kind of be like devil's advocate and like help yeah. you see it from a different perspective so that you learn, you grow, yes. you tell me how it really is. I don't want you to just tell me what I want to hear and sugarcoat things. Right. Exactly. And I think that that's very important because some friends, just to be around you, just to be in your world, they'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, girl, you got me out here no. being crazy. <laughs> and you not even telling me that. And then they'll go talk behind your back. Like, let me tell you what she did. Let me tell you what she did. And you're you like, know? I was like, what? Uh, you encouraged that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Tasha. You know exactly what yes. I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. You're like, what are you talking about? I, I talked this through with you. Now you're... Mm. <laughs> you want you want a friend to call you out because you, you want to grow as a person and when, yes. when somebody is your cheerleader you know cheering you on to do stupid shit that's not actually helping you grow it's it's prohibiting you to become a better person so yeah absolutely yeah, i agree yeah. with that and for me like you know i have friends that i've had i mean my my really close girlfriends who i've had forever and like like you said joe it's like a family thing like they literally are like my family um, yeah. and they want to see me thrive. But I mean, my, one of my best friends, like literally she's my best friend. She, we grew up together. There was a point when we were in high school and she was just 
wild. And I was like, girl, I need a minute. Like, <laughs> I was like, I need a minute. And I literally did the same. I literally did a hard stop. Like you said, Joe is like, no, like, like, no, we cannot be. But then we got back friends and she's still my best friend and things happen great. And so, I mean, creating boundaries. And I think we've talked about this in relationships as well. It's just as important as friends. So. Mm. Absolutely. And I also think like that's like important and that it's going to happen. You know, I mean, that's how we learn and grow as human beings. And like just because they go through a phase doesn't mean we have to be there, be there through all the phases if it doesn't morally sit well with us or that's not us. But it doesn't mean that we have to be like mean about it and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, mean, some, I think thought. some people some people just simply grow apart. And right, yeah. either either person has done anything wrong. They just are. They grow apart. Um, yeah, they scroll apart. Um, and and I'll finish this by saying the the other thing on this article that was really great was talking about loving from afar. There are people who I, that are no longer in my life that I still love them as a person. I love them so much, and I still pray for yeah. them, and I still think about them, and I still like sometimes will send a text like, "Hey, just thinking about you." But like we we our energy whatever doesn't match anymore. But you can still love someone from afar if the relationship is somewhat toxic in some sort of way, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. All right. Well, um, my love. Yes. Yeah, positive <laughs> vibes on this. Uh, what does what clickbait turned into? Uh, all right. Well, now it is time for um, our guest. She is running a little late and she was also late coming in the Bachelor in Paradise and it wasn't the easiest entrance. Um, but hopefully mm-hmm. her time on clickbait will be a little easier. Everyone, yes. please welcome Woo! McKenna. McKenna, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Great. Thank you. Uh, thank, yeah. you. thank you for coming on. All right. So um, thanks for having me. We saw you make your second entrance last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the first one. You make your first entrance um, at the party. Now, did you think when you made that entrance, you were in paradise for good? Or did you think there was a chance you would have to go back to the hotel? I thought that this was kind of my entrance. I know I wasn't at the beach, but I thought that I would be going and meeting everyone soon. Um, I mean, I had the best time at this party. I really enjoyed it. I know some people were like, this was the most lame party ever, but uh, I thought it was a blast. Um, I was excited just to be there and meet everyone. I mean... Being stuck in Canada, I haven't had the opportunity to meet anyone. So right. that to me was like my first chance. And um, yeah, I mean, it was de- weird coming in with three other girls, but I enjoyed myself that night. And I thought that I'd be coming in soon and meeting everyone again, but that obviously wasn't. Refresh our memories. Who, yeah. who kind of like... Um, sparked your interest at that first party were you like kind of excited like okay wait if this is like my time who am I gonna kind of go after yeah I mean I I felt that me and Thomas had a good conversation um Mm -hmm. but then you know we time goes on and he obviously connected with Becca but uh, he was someone that I really felt I connected with and thought our conversations flowed well um and then Aaron was someone I also like you know was really into he was having an off night and I think that's why I was excited to come down to the beach and meet him. Um, I was hoping that he'd be mm. in a better headspace and that we could connect maybe on a deeper level than we were right. on that night. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, those were definitely the two that I was excited to see again. Um, I can see how that kind of like yeah. kind of rattled you coming down like the first time because you already kind of had like an idea in your head. Like, okay, wait, these yeah. two people have kind of sparked my interest. I'm excited. Yep. And you probably thought it was just gonna, I don't know what you thought, but... So, Take it from there, Joe. Okay, yeah, yeah. So for um, I guess two parts. Uh, did mm-hmm. you notice when you were at that party? Did you notice any of the drama that was going on? Were you even paying attention to that? I was honestly just living my best life. I was. I'm not getting a drama this time around. I'm just here to make a connection, <laughs> enjoy myself, enjoy this experience. Um, I knew there was like something going on with like Aaron, and like, uh, but I was. I remember having a conversation with him, being like, you know what, just focus on yourself, just. Cool. Try to enjoy this, but cool. I guess you get some all right. Orange. So then, all right. So you go to this party. Uh, mm-hmm. You look good. You're having a great time. Um, you're talking to everybody, and then it's a letdown because then you go back to the hotel and you don't go to the beach. Right. What like that? Honestly, 
for real, that Ugh. sucks. Like I feel for you because that was like, oh, what? I I know how I would feel, and I I would just mm-hmm. be devastated. I would just be so upset. Right. Uh, what was that? What was going through that like? Like those few days that you had to go back to the hotel. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sucked. I mean, all I could think about was like, I gotta go back to Canada and quarantine for two weeks, so this better be worth it, you know? Right, um, right. But I was just yeah. trying to stay positive, trying to stay hopeful, being like, maybe this is just the timing and everything's gonna work out when I get down there, and that. There could be someone that's had a rough time and that everything's going to fall into place. It's just the yeah. positive side of who I am. But I try to stay hopeful. Definitely got tough because, you know, I'm like someone could be falling in love with the person that I was kind of interested at the party and it's going to be too late. But um, I still wanted to go to the beach. Um, you know, I was excited about the opportunity yeah. and just seeing what could be. So, yeah. You finally get down to the beach. How are you feeling about it? What's going on in your head? Yeah, I I was a little bit nervous coming down. I, I didn't know what to expect, um, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to stay hopeful. Um, coming down, I, I felt like I got that weird vibe. Everyone was kind of like, "Why is she here? Like, what's happening?" Uh-oh. Like, like I just you felt, felt that. I felt I felt just super awkward being that, there. You're just, you're not you're not you are definitely not wrong. Um, mm-hmm. for feeling like that I, way like, I just walked down and I was just I was so excited coming down like felt really confident and then coming down like everyone's just by the pool like hanging out and I walk in and they're just like like the time's ticking like there's oh, not much time like why no. are you coming in and I think that's why a lot of my emotions came out like yeah when Aaron said yeah. no it's just because I was like it didn't I personally didn't feel welcomed in a way because I just felt like the odd man out just like yeah, you, yeah. You, you, that's true. I mean, not to cut you off, but that's kind of what happened. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt really Ugh. bad for you because I think everybody's like vibe that day was just kind of like, we're almost done. Like, mm-hmm. paradise is almost over. And that we're was just the thing, too. Out. It was like, you are all exhausted. You're, you know, you found yeah. who you want to be with, you know, and you're ready to leave and make this work in the outside world. And I'm coming in being like, I'm ready to go. And, um, and I will say, I don't think that yeah. that sentiment was directed specifically towards you. Mm-hmm. I think people felt the same way about Anna as well. Like anyone yeah. who would have come in at that moment, it was kind of like, oh, uh, like, you know, it was like a thing at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was. I don't think it, you know, and I hope you didn't feel that it was like a personal mm-hmm. thing. But like mm-hmm. at that point, anyone that would have come in because it was just so late in the game. And like you said, we were all so exhausted. And every day after a rose mm-hmm. ceremony day, those those days last so long. Yeah. We're like, oof, honey. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, in your conversation, so you pulled a bunch of people uh, yeah. to talk. And then in your conversation, you pulled mainly people that were at the party, I think, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you pulled a bunch of people to talk. And the conversation that you had with Thomas versus the conversation you had with Aaron, since these are the two guys that you were into. Oh. Did they fe- did did it just feel like Thomas was more closed and Aaron was more open and mm. that's why you asked him or why did you go that way? Well, I mean, I Thomas made it really clear that like Becca was it and that mm-hmm. they the last bit since we I last saw him that like like she he's she's all that he wants yeah. to you know go th- and when I spoke to Aaron like he did make it clear that he was you know talking to Chelsea and it was going well. But I felt like we were kind of like flirting in a way. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had asked him like how he's been since at all. And he said he's been doing well. And so when I sat down with him, when he like said no to the day, and he said he hasn't been well. I was like, what do you like? That's where I was I'm kind confused. of blindsided by being like, right. I much rather you just told me saying I'm interested in Chelsea. And like, I can't go on the date with you instead of I'm not well when I just spoke to you you know, 10 minutes ago and you said that you were doing really great. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I was hurt more so by and being rejected because I just was like a whole 180 being like, well, we just spoke. Yeah. And we like just you spoke. You kind of seemed interested. And, and then we're now laughing like, and like, he was the only conversation right. I felt was like, it just flowed well. So I was like, oh yeah, I would love to take this guy on a date. Yes. I get how that can be, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah. make you feel blindsided. Because I thought yeah. that I was like, what did he I, w- I mean, you know, watching it back, of course, we didn't see your conversation. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the beach, I remember I was like, what was Aaron saying to her to, you know what I mean? Because a lot to of to make her are, feel like she should ask him to go on a date. Exactly. To make him make her think that he's open mm-hmm. to going mm-hmm. on a date. Right. 
Uh, And so watching it back, it was like, yeah, you guys seem like you had like a little vibe, you know, you guys were vibing Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, I mean, I totally get it. So I and I also get why you felt the rejection that you did because it was like this to this kind of happening. So, yeah, I I, I definitely understand that. Despite Ed not being your initial choice for a date, what was going through your mind when he came down to talk to you on the beach? I think I was just really hurt. I was trying to take all everything in and just feeling embarrassed of rejection. It's not fun. And you know, what he did was such a sweet gesture. And I, I the watched like, thing. yeah, like I remember in the, after it all happened, I felt bad for the way I like took it all. Um, mm-hmm. and even watching it over, I'm like, why couldn't you just have said yes? Because like, these I know, nice. yeah. but I think I was just like, I'm embarrassed. Everyone's seen me cry on the beach now. Like I just got here. I just want to go home. Like this is like, right. This to me doesn't seem worth it anymore. Like this is obviously not working for me. I shouldn't be here. Like I should just go home. And that's kind of why I was just like, you seem really great, but like, I'd rather go home. And I also felt bad that like I just asked someone else on a date and now he's like, just, you know, I, I I said, no, I didn't want to go on a date with him at first. Right. So I was like, this is kind of awkward and weird, but, um, I'm glad I went on a date because um, it was fun. It was like, it was a good night. And I mean, I would have just went back to my hotel room and flew back, you know, so <laughs> I, I, something, I mean, something good. what, what made you, what made you eventually agree to go out with that? Cause I know, like you said, you were struggling at that moment. I mean, I, I waited so long. Like it would just be a waste just to leave. And yeah. you know, there's a date anyway, set up, you know, we should right. go. And he seemed really great and very kind. And, you know, that's what I look for in someone. And, um, it might've took him a couple of tries to get me to say yes, but, <sighs> um, yeah, it was, it was really sweet. And I'm glad it went. I thought it was just really funny. He was just like, we're going to go and we can completely yeah. hate each other. But we're going to so go. Like, <laughs> honestly, truthfully, like, I, Ed has one of the biggest hearts. Like mm-hmm. I adore Ed and just watching him do that. I know that that was like a big deal for him too. like approaching you as well. Like, I don't know. I just felt, I just, I just love him. So that was really sweet. And the fact I was that annoyed. he was just like, look, yeah. I was annoyed. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Natasha, I know you are, but I will say it was very, it was a very sweet gesture on his part, just in the sense that because you guys were all watching her cry and like, that's just like a very kind thing to do. And the fact that he like kind of took all pressure off and just being like, you can actually hate me, but like, let's just try to go laugh and like, let's just try to go smile because like no one should be crying. You know what I mean? On our, on our paint date, um, when we had to like paint them, like we had to like paint each other's bodies. I literally like made him into a superhero. And I was like, you going to be Captain save a <laughs> So he lived up to that. <laughs> Literally, I was like, save me. I've had an awful time here. So he saved me. He saved you. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great he's a guy. sweetheart. He really is a great guy. Honestly. Yeah. He's our superhero. <laughs> Ed's yeah. funny. And Ed drinks like legit like 15 cups of coffee a day oh, or something no, crazy. That was, yeah. Remember he told me the next morning, I'd be like, are you okay? Because I just had yeah. one. I think I'm going to go. Yeah. But he's never uh, like he's never like the like you know how some people like they get like the itchy like the yeah like, no. he's normal he's always chill, like the though. jittery like jitters yeah 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 he's not mm. a jittery so, person which is nice it's so funny <laughs> actually like it's so funny I think that was like a thing on even my season like someone said like Ed I'm gonna steal one of your Red Bulls or like something like that because he like loves oh, like yeah like yeah it's like yeah. one yeah. of those things I, I forget. It's no, kind of crazy. It's one of those coffee, drinks. Coffee, I don't coffee, know if yeah. it was Red Bull. It's yeah. so funny. Okay, <laughs> okay so, so moving on. We go yeah. to, so we go, so we have the beach. Then uh, you guys go on your date. It's a great day. It's really cute. And then now we have prom. So yeah. tell me what, what was going on with prom. What did you think of prom? Did you go to your first prom? Did you have a prom that you went to yourself? Well, where I grew up, like um, in Canada, where I, we have we call it like grad, and we do it when we like graduate high school, and it's not that big of a deal. So like I've grown up watching movies and watching American proms, and I was like homecoming, like you know, like Queen and King. And I was like, this sounds so cool. I was excited. I was like, this is my first prom. Yeah. Um, and it's '80s theme. I love like dressing up in themes like that. So I was excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was super fun. I mean, I love little party things like this, like little, like people might think it's lame, but I love little things like that. So everyone looks so good. Yeah. Too, That's good. Everyone looked amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. At least you had fun at prom. Mm-hmm. But how would you describe your paradise experience all in all, even though it started mm. at high, then kind of went kind of rocky, and then describe it for us without giving too much away? Yeah. Uh, what's I mean, up. yeah. It definitely wasn't what I expected. I will say that. Um, what did I you expect? Wanna, you know, I. I was just looking forward to meeting people and, you know, for someone like me that hasn't, I haven't met anyone. So I couldn't cheat. I, you know, I didn't meet anyone outside of all this and dated them or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, what we saw on the show. Um, like for I was clar- looking for clarity. She's in Canada and she's been quarantining and yeah. And I haven't been able to travel and, you know, like I've spoke to people on the phone or things like that, but I haven't really met right. anyone. And so I was looking for a, a genuine connection and hopefully, you know, love and all of that and you know I I didn't have high expectations but I had some expectations like wanting something out of it um and that obviously um we'll see what happens start. yeah we'll see yeah uh, we'll see what yeah. happens <laughs> we will see what happens uh, next week but um it wasn't what I thought but I still had a good time for how small of the time I was there so so how would you say your time is different from your time on The Bachelor, from Bachelor in Paris? Mm. Uh, well, no drama this time around, which is nice. Not that I was looking to start anything, um, but um, yeah, I felt like that was nice, that I didn't have to get in an argument with anyone, that I could just be myself, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to show more of my fun side and not overthinking so much and crying so much. I, I cried it away, but I think I just was emotional in that moment but um very different I mean I was obviously on the bachelor for a little bit longer and uh but yeah different but still good experiences I guess so I so going into paradise was there anyone that you wanted to see like let's say if you were first on the beach or earlier on Mm -hmm. the beach was there anyone that you're like oh I'm excited to see this person I'm excited to see that person was there anyone you were thinking about or that was on your list of people to see not really. I mean, I go off of just like an interaction with people and see if there's a chemistry, a chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I was hoping for. It's just seeing if I just connected with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wanted to stay open-minded. There wasn't really anything, anyone that I like was like, I feel like I didn't have met anyone. So I didn't want to base it off looks or things like I wanted just to like, see if like that connection was there. Yes. Um, would you do it again? Like, would you do next season of Paradise? I don't think so, no. I think I'm no. just... Hmm. I think I'm done. I think I'm... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It would be so sad. I hate that your experience yeah. is like that. Even if you knew, like, for a fact, somehow the Paradise Gods told you, you're coming in first on the beach, mm-hmm. would you go? Because you are someone who was younger on Peter's season. You know, you are younger than mm-hmm. some of the other people. Like, I mean, next year could be a blossoming time for you. Would you, if you knew you would be first on the beach, would you go? I would have to really think about it, I think. Um, so it's a maybe. <laughs> maybe. Never I, say never. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like I just haven't had two great experiences. So I don't know if it'd be hard to like put myself back out there and possibly get rejected again. And um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've, it was tough for me to even say yes to paradise. So, um, um, third time to charm. I would think possibly, yeah, possibly. Third time know. is the charm. Yeah. I mean, hey, let me tell you this: I was a bachelorette. Third time's the charm, and then I got engaged after the charm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's just rubbing it in your face at this I point. I mean, really, uh, <laughs> really. I, no, you had you had a rough goal, McKenna, because yep. paradise. Uh, I think paradise is is a great show and i think you could really fall in love on the beach um but when you do come in so late it makes it very very difficult so i understand you like people people in their plans i mean listen it's paradise is tough it really is so it's like Mm -hmm. you came in late and it was justified why things sort of happened the way that it did because of your late arrival whereas coming in early as you know (laughs) doesn't always work out either (laughs) you know what i mean so That's yeah, true. so it's yeah. rough, but also there are beautiful things and I'm so excited for everyone to see what happens next week because there are love connections, there are things happening. We have, I think, 
uh, one more rose ceremony, right? And yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it works for some people. And I think that, you know, like you said, coming in open, having an open heart and just kind of wanting to feel the vibes. That's like the right, that's just the right mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, All right. Well, McKenna, um, thank you. Thank you so much for coming thank on. Um, if you want to let our so listeners sweet. know where they could follow you on social media. Uh, yeah, you can follow me. Um, just my name, McKenna. So M-Y-K-E-N-N-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not MC. We'll get it wrong. But yeah, M-Y. Cool. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. You are so sweet. Well, thank um, you so thank much you. for coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate thank you. And honestly, Later. better luck. It'll happen. Just <laughs> We'll yeah, if you if you uh, if you get the opportunity, if you're single next year and you could figure out a way to make sure you're down there the first day, I think you should really think about it. Absolutely, we'll see. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, McKenna. So I wasn't at prom because um, I got sick. It looks like fun though, Joe, Mister Prom King. Is it the grocer <laughs> or prom king now? What do we refer to you? We as? I don't know. Uh, yes, what say, is it? You know, um, because I'm not in high school anymore, I have to keep the moniker the grocer um, <laughs> okay so uh, even though as much as i enjoyed um uh, being prom king don't get me wrong uh-huh. uh, nothing can i just tell you guys something what hmm. i'm pretty sure i inspired prom in paradise oh how's that so how's that because i'm this. pretty sure i had the first prom in paradise which was two seasons ago john took me to prom because i'd never gone to prom before and it was the most epic thing in the whole wide world and everybody loved it they all came and danced with us so i'm almost positive that that kind of inspired your guys's prom and it was a good time isn't it not wow i wanted to disagree with you there but i would say you're probably right <laughs> i am right <laughs> yeah. i'm serious i had yeah. i hadn't gone to prom and and john wanted to take me to prom and we had this cool, we had a punch bowl we had a dj we had everything like the polaroids everything that's so cute and it was really sweet and so um yeah, yeah. so i just want to tell you I think I inspired that. And well, I still haven't had a prom on a beach. I tell you, um, I was like very, very sick, like super sick. Oh, um, so oh yeah. god, that's why I was not at prom. I've gotten a lot of DMs about why, where was Natasha um, <laughs> at prom, and it is because she could not get out of the bed. She could not get out of the bed. Yes, mm. boy. Right. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh yes, yeah. it took a week, but I felt better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt better. Of course, we always get better, right? <laughs> yes thank you so much to mckenna for coming on today i hate that her paradise experience started off pretty rough but let's see how it ends in the season finale next week um yeah so thank you so much mckenna for joining us today and thank you to all of our listeners for listening to yet another clickbait episode we truly love you guys yes and as always make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions check us out on social and like comment dm us You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Batch Nation Twitter, and Bachelor Nation on Facebook. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit the subscribe button. See you guys next week.